Praise him for his acts of power. Praise him for his magnificent greatness. Praise him with a let every living creature that's breathing. Praise God. Lord, every time I stand in your presence, and every time I stand before your people, I get emotional. I get emotional because, God, if it wasn't for your forgiveness of sin, I would not be worthy to stand here. So I stand here in humble submission, asking you to move Mildred. Settle me down, God, because I'm getting nervous here. And I know you've given me a word, and I want to preach it, but not by my power, but by your power and by your might and through your strength. So equip me for this moment to be used by you. I'm grateful for this opportunity. I want to thank my pastor for allowing me to stand in this place. I don't take it lightly. I know that it is a gift that you've given me to stand here. And so I receive it as a gift. Being thankful, being humble, and grateful for this time and this place. Settle me down so this word can go forth. In Jesus' name, people of God said amen. I get emotional every time. I get the chance to preach God's word. Now, mind you, I preach to myself all the time in the mirror. <laughs> uh, it's not quite the same as standing in God's holy place and being in his presence and in the presence of his people. And so I'm humble. I'm emotional because it's not an easy task. Because, you know, people look at the preacher and think they perfect. Y'all better say amen. amen. <laughs> people look at the preacher and they judge. Say amen. amen. But we're just vessels <laughs> being used like you when you accept the opportunity. We're just vessels to be used by God. I had to get that out. Not for you, but for me. Yeah. Yeah. This morning, I want to preach about the reasons why we should praise God. When I was preparing for this message,
I was, <laughs> I was pondering over what I could preach about. You know, I had, you know how you have these great topics that you, <laughs> I don't know about you, but sometimes I have these great topics that I think will be something great to preach about. And, and uh, when Pastor first gave me the opportunity, I had this great word that I wanted to preach about how to break strongholds. I had that, that topic. And then I had another topic, you know, the reason why we should have faith. And I was starting to work on that. You know, I've been working on these, right? <laughs> and then I was sitting in my workplace, and I was listening to a song. And I went into praise and worship. And the Spirit of God spoke, and, and that would be it, Mildred. <laughs> the reason why we praise. Amen. When do you praise the Lord? Is it on the mountaintop? In times of abundance and blessings from heaven? What about the valley? Do we remember to praise him there? In times when God seems distant, when trouble and worries abound, do we feel up to praising God then? And what about when we are distressed and weary? And some people might ask the question, why should we praise? God. One of the reasons why we should praise God is because the Bible commands it. If you look in the last five Psalms, Psalms 146 through 150, it begins and ends with the Hebrew word hallelujah. Praise is the theme of each of these psalms. It's like a mounting credenzo at the climax of a symphony. The theme of praise has dominated these five psalms. But as it approaches the end, the conductor brings in each section of the orchestra in one grand finale of praise. And that would be Psalms 150. Psalms 150 is the climax of the climax where we are exhorted 13 times 
in six short verses to praise the Lord. It is telling you that the why of praise and it's telling you every act and attribute of God. Psalms 115.2. Why should we praise God? Because of what he has done. His mighty deeds. And because of who he is. And his excellent greatness. We should praise God for his mighty deeds. And we should praise God for his excellent greatness. Apart from his mighty deeds, God is perfect, lacking in nothing. I, I, I want to read it slow. He is the king eternal, immortal, invisible, the only God, the blessed and only sovereign, the king of kings and the Lord of lords, who alone, who alone possesses immortality and dwells in inapproachable lights. He created all things, and because of God's will, And who he created, we are here today. And so we praise God according to his excellent greatness. As people of God, we must understand the why of praise. That God is to be praised for his mighty acts and his perfect attributes. And I, I, I need to pause right there because I was thinking of how I would say to my children, you need to do certain things. And they would ask, why? Now, you know, a parent don't really like to be questioned. We don't really like to be questioned. You know, I didn't question my mom and dad. You know, I would give them that look, and you better be careful with that look. Because you might meet a hand. But in my parenting day, I would try to answer my children when they would ask me the why. But in this case, as children of God, I want to tell you that the answer to your why is to praise God 
for his mighty deeds and his excellent greatness. That's one of the answers to your why. (laughs) But we also must understand praise is an effective weapon against the enemy. Y'all better say that. If you hadn't had a spirit of the enemy come against you, keep living. And if you don't recognize it, pray. (laughs) And then ask God to reveal to you why these certain things keep happening that are not good. And so praise is our weapon. Um, not fist. Come on now. Not guns. Not knives. But praise. Praise can be our spiritual weapon in Acts 16, Paul and Silas. Y'all know that story. They're on their second missionary journey. And they meet a girl who is possessed with a spirit. And they heal her. Wrong thing. Right thing. But for the people and the Sadducees and the Pharisees, wrong thing. Because you know people are watching what you do. As a Christian, as a preacher, as a leader, people are watching what you do, and they would lock me up if they could. So they locked Paul and Silas up after a good will had been done, after the girl had been delivered, after I was in my right mind, after I was doing all right, after I wasn't cussing people out, after. After the possessed girl had been freed, Paul delivered her in the name of Jesus. And then he was beaten severely and thrown not just into prison, but into the inner, to the inner prison. And you know, prison ain't like it is now. You got TVs. (laughs) You got snacks. Y'all better come on. You get money put in your account. You can get on the internet. You can have email. But Paul was, Paul and Silas was thrown into the inner jail, mud pit, where snakes and vipers were. And so imagine the inner cell. But listen to what Paul and Silas is. This, this is what got me. Paul and Silas were praying and singing songs and hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening. They heard the songs and the hymns like we've heard today. We've heard the music and the voices, and we've heard the songs 
being sung to praise God. And they were listening, and God, who is enthroned in the praises of his people. Did you know that God, he, he dwells with us when we praise him? When we praise him and when one and two of us come together and begin to praise and agree, what can chase a thousand, two, ten thousand? You better come on and praise God for his excellent greatness. And so they heard him. And they shut down the enemy. They shut him down. Listen, this, were, this is the second reason you should praise him. Because you shut him down. You shut him all the way down. He can't dwell in the place of praise for our almighty God. He can't dwell here. You might have walked in, but you ain't going to walk out. You walked in with an evil spirit, but the spirit should be gone by now. Because we praised God. I, I have. Did you praise him already this morning? Did you worship him this morning? Did you already thank him for waking you up? Did you already thank him for putting, putting food on your table? Did you already thank him for walking in? I did. Drove myself. Dressed myself. Nobody had to dress me. Walked in here on two feet. And so, Paul delivered this young woman, and they threw him in jail. But about midnight, why don't you say about midnight? About midnight, something happened. They said there was a shaking. There was a shaking and like an earthquake, like a violent earthquake. You know, we hear about earthquakes, but there was a shaking like a violent earthquake. And the foundation of the prison was broken and shaken. Listen, when we go into praise, the foundation of evil is broken. broken and shaken in, in the chains. Listen, we, you know, we, we sing that song. We, we sing that song, Break Every Chain. Listen, what, what, what are you locked up in? What, what, what's on your mind? How, how has the enemy locked up your thinking? What, what's locked up? Are you sick because you can't forgive? What's locked up? You might not believe that holding grudges and being vindictive and hurting other people can make you sick. But that's another sermon. <laughs> At once, the prison doors flew open and everyone's chain came loose. At midnight, singing psalms and hymns to God. Suddenly, an earthquake 
suddenly an earthquake, the foundations were shaken and the doors flew open. Chains are broken. Praise destroys the power of darkness. Praise liberates us from the things that hold our minds captive and the chains of discouragement. Listen, if you discourage, start singing. If you depressed, start singing. If your feelings been hurt, start singing. If you can't forgive, start singing. I don't know, it's a lot of other stuff you should start singing about, but those are the ones. That's what God gave me right now. <laughs> Praise destroys darkness. You know what we use that. <laughs> Praise liberates us from the things that hold our minds captive and the chains of discouragement. Praise will usher in the presence of God into our lives. Oh, are we here? We're here today. We're here today in the sanctuary. We're logged in on social media. We might be driving, but when you usher in the praise of God, chains will be broken. Praise will usher in the presence of God. That's number two. And then this is the last thing I want to talk about as to the reasons why we should praise God. I know. <laughs> we should praise God <laughs> because he's worthy to be praised. Yes. Psalms 145 and 3 says, the Lord is great and worthy of our praise. God, God alone, God alone, not people, God alone, not stuff, God alone, not money, God alone is worthy of our praise. He deserves it. Not just some fly-by-night praise. Listen, I'm not talking about that. I am talking about heartfelt worship and supreme allegiance. He is worthy. God is worthy of our praise. Two missionaries <laughs> traveled to southern Mexico to work among the Chal Indians. Among other ministries, they labored 25 years to translate the New Testament into the local language. Today, 
more than 12,000 make up the Charles Christian community. It's financially self-supporting. And what's most amazing about this Indian setting of these people, when the missionaries arrive, they were singers. And so they taught the people the scriptures through songs. And now they love to sing. Believers, we not only have something to sing about, but we have someone to praise. So whether you do it in your closet, whether it's corporate prayer like we had this morning, whether it's musical, whether it's verbal, let everything. Let everything that has breath. Let the praise begin. From the rising, this is one of my favorite songs, praise him. From the rising of the sun until the going down of the same. He's worthy. He's worthy to be praised. When do you praise the Lord? Is it on the mountaintop? In times of abundance and blessings? What about in the valley? Do you remember to praise him there? What about when God doesn't feel near to you? What about when trouble comes? What about when you worry? Do you praise God then? What about when you're distressed and weary and feeling anxiety? <laughs> My brother's in the hospital. I went to visit him yesterday. I said, Lord, when I get there, let him be in a good spirit. <laughs> I prayed on my way. I said, God, I don't know what to say, but give me what to say when I get there. Lord, let me have a word to encourage him. When I got there, he was in a good spirit. Praise the Lord. He told me when I got there, he said, sis, I was having an anxiety attack. He said, and I was going in on it. And the nurse looked at me and said, why don't you pray? I said, I said to myself, that was an epic moment. <laughs> Dude, you know you're supposed to be praying? That's just me as a sister, I said that. He said, I pray, sis. And the anxiety 
and immediately left. The only qualification for praising God <laughs> is when you breathe. That's the only qualification. He said, let every thing that hath breath praise the Lord. Praise is a matter of obedience to our great God who does great things. Praise should be deliberate. We should not have to be coached to praise unless we just don't know about it. Everybody in here ought to know. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. When you came in the door, I, you should have, but I did. I already had praised God. When I woke up this morning, I praised God. I was able to walk down the steps on my own. I praised God. Every third word. In this song is a command to praise God. Praise, it can be a feeling. However, Psalms 150 commands us to praise God, commands us to praise God. The fact that God can command us to praise him means that we are being Obedient to him. Praise is a matter of obedience for our great God. It should be deliberate. You should be focused. And we should be centered on thinking about God and his greatness. If you're breathing. If you're breathing. Praising God. Is not an option. Praise God in his holy house of worship. Praise him under the open skies. Praise him for his acts of power. Praise him for his magnificent greatness. Praise him with a blast of the trumpet. Praise him by strumming the soft stringed instrument. Praise him with constant dance. Praise him with the banjo and the flute. Praise him with cymbals and with the bass drum. Praise him with fiddles and mandolins. Let every living creature that's breathing Praise God. If you're in the sanctuary and breathing, 
let everything that has breath praise him. If you're at home watching us on social media and you're breathing, let everything that has breath, if you're driving, and if you're not driving now, you will be driving and breathing. Let everything that has breath. At some point, I'm going to take my last breath. But while I have a chance, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. What a privilege to worship God. He's not limited. Wherever you are, at home, on social media, in the sanctuary, driving in your vehicle, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise will always, will always be on my lips. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord. I sought the Lord. And he heard me. And he delivered me from my fears. They looked unto him and were like, and their faces were ashamed. The poor man cried. The poor man cried. And God heard him and saved him. That was me. Saved me out of my trouble. The angel will encamp around us. Did fear him. If you want to be delivered, if you in chains, locked up in your mind, if you can't let go of your shame, if you can't stop blaming people, if you've been hurting for 30 years because I said something to you, invite you to start praising. God inhabits in the praises of his people. If we would praise God in the sanctuary, if we would remember that every breath comes from God, when you're breathing, 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 let everything has breath. Praise the Lord. He's worthy. He commands us to praise him. He delivers us when we praise him. He is worthy. He is worthy to be praised. Amen. Praise him. Don't stop praising because she said I'll praise him.
It's everyone's opportunity right now. be someone out there that don't know what this praise is all about have no relationship with the living savior here's an invitation to come learn about what praise is all about to come and join a church that praises god and worships him on a daily so here's your opportunity if you're not saved here's your opportunity to come and say lord i confess my sins to you Forgive me, I want to know more about you. I want to be saved. And we'll teach you and we'll talk you through what that means. Or there may be someone who doesn't have a church home and you're tired of praising God at home alone. We offer Mount Olive to you, a place to come and praise and worship him. As we prepare for our Lord's Supper, um, let us pray. Most gracious and loving God, as we come to you at this moment, we thank you for another opportunity to praise and worship you, God. We're going to praise and worship you through the Lord's Supper, God. We ask that you take this bread that we use as a symbol of your body and bless it, God. We ask that you bless this wine that we use as a symbol of your blood and bless it, Lord. Remind us of what you did for us. This we ask and pray in Jesus' name. Amen.